views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us out. It's great to be joining you here today on this amazing, amazing day. We've got a great show planned for you. Um, First of all, let me thank all of you for all of your support, tuning us in, turning us on for the past 10 years. It has been amazing. Uh, And, and, you know, we have, uh, we've been sitting here thinking about how are we going to best celebrate this? You know, part of this is also looking at uh, what might be possible in the world that we live in. How can we do more to reach more people, to bring that message of hope, that message of joy? And that's what we're doing here on the show. You know, this is about being able to understand what is important out in the world for us to do, and then how do we go about and do it. And so I want to thank, as I've done so many times, I want to thank the team here at the Dr. Pat Show, all of the people that have contributed over the years, you know, to bring the best of the best in positive talk radio. Uh, Many of you have looked at the, you've been able to look at the recent video, and actually it's not a recent video, uh, an interview that I did talking about what the new mainstream in talk radio is and why it's so important for us to bring this message out. One of the things I just want to share with you all is that, you know, we now understand that uh, whether it be the new uh, mainstream or what people are really longing to hear, it is important for all of us to tap into that inner wisdom, you know, that, that intuitive sense that we each have. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Today's show is about that, and I'm thrilled thrilled, thrilled to be bringing you an amazing show today um, and with someone uh, that has been passionate about helping people worldwide understand what it means to have that body of wisdom. Hillary Hart is my very special guest today. She writes and teaches about women's spiritual empowerment and its role in our collective evolution. And, you know, we're going to talk about what that means. But, I mean, think about those words for a minute. Spiritual empowerment, women's spiritual empowerment, and what is the role that we have? Um, Today's show is also about her incredible book, Body of Wisdom, and we're going to talk about that too. But as the author of several books on women's spirituality and the sacred feminine, including Body of Wisdom, Women's Spiritual Power and How It Serves, she's somebody that has been out in the world talking, 
teaching, and empowering. And this is part of the conversation that we love to bring to all of you so that we can together understand the individual power we have as well as what it means to be in the collective. Hillary, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Pat. So it's a joy. You know, I, I want to go back in time. If you could go back in time uh, with me for a minute. Um, <laughs> sure. Just, just, just take a little trip with me, if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> I, I remember, and I have to thank my friend Linda for this. I remember when I was part of my corporate job and the corporate culture and doing the things we did in the corporation. I remember one of the events we had was the first time I had met Gloria Steinem. Now, if you mention Gloria Steinem to some of the the young folk today, and most of them are scratching their heads. They don't quite Mm -hmm. understand it. And and then you go and you say, oh, and by the way, I was down at Atlantic City burning my bra. They look at you (laughs) and think, what is she talking about? Although, (laughs) if you look at some of them these days, they say, oh, we're not even wearing a bra right now. (laughs) But I remember a situation where Gloria came to our company, and first thing she did was she asked everybody to move the chairs out of the way and sit on the floor, Mm. and then went on to do what she does so well. And I wanted to have a moment with you, if we could, to kind of reflect on where we've been so that so that we can have a conversation that folks will understand about where we are today. And that's why mm. I wanted to ask you to go back in time. It's hard for me not to go back a little bit and talk about the body of wisdom and women's spiritual uh, spirituality. And so I wanted to ask you, have we made progress here, Hillary? <laughs> well, of course we've made progress. <laughs> Thanks to the people like Gloria Steinem and before them, the suffragettes and yeah. everybody who's yeah. been fighting for women's empowerment, you know, over the centuries. Of course we've made progress. Everything is change. Everything is evolution. Uh, even though sometimes, you know, in our own uh, individual lives, we find ourselves facing the same kinds of challenges again and again. We do understand, however, that we're bringing new resources to those challenges. There's, the soul works in a spiral. Human development and the development of consciousness works in a spiral pattern, really. So we keep coming back to the same things over and over. And it's easy to think we've come nowhere, but we really have. And, you know, I've taught, I've taught at Antioch University in Seattle uh, a class on the, on the divine feminine and brought in Carol Gilligan a number of times and, and studied chapters from In a Different Voice. And I'm always surprised that the students have no idea who she is. And I ask myself the same question. What did these incredible women bring to our collective consciousness? Well, you know they brought so much. And they part of where we are right now, which is being able to take a, the next step, which, you know, in terms of the third wave of feminism, includes a new understanding of women's spirituality and spiritual power. You know, we're here now because of of these amazing women from the past uh, and uh, and and now let's fast forward to the work that you do we're here because of the amazing work that you do as well uh <laughs> and i have to say that i'm i'm grateful i think some of that rubbed off on me a little bit it's hard to be in front of gloria Steinem, uh, you know and and, <laughs> and 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 not have some of that rub off um 
I wanted to talk about women's spirituality, you know, at first at a very 35,000-foot level, as as my friend says, 35,000, <laughs> up in okay. the air. Because I, I wanted to, you know, talk about what the essence of women's spirituality is about and why is it that the Dalai Lama said so brilliantly when he was here that, you know, there's women – you know, in this quadrant of the world mm-hmm. that are really going to, you know, facilitate the change. Somebody said, mm-hmm. what was he thinking? So I want to ask you that question. <laughs> well, What I, are you uh, thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, women's spirituality is, is unique, and I think we're coming to understand that in the next sort of uh, turn of our collective evolutionary consciousness, which includes the, the whole planetary consciousness, we're coming into a time of unity, you know, and this sort of has been described by many traditions in, in many ways. It's a new golden age. It's the coming together of spirit and matter. It's a time of oneness. Um, part of this bigger picture has to do with uniting spirit and the material world or spirituality and the earth even. What's sacred on the inner planes you know, the experiences we have in meditation, for example, with what is sacred in life, embedded in the material world, in the earth, what's sacred in the earth, what's sacred in our bodies. This is a time of spiritual embodiment. So there's a great coming together and renewal of, of interest in the experience of a sacred life. This has always been the domain of the sacred feminine. This has always been the secret that women carry in their bodies, and it's expressed in so many ways in a day-to-day life of a woman, like the ways that we breastfeed. And love comes through the breast. This is something that I learned in the research for my book. Dr. Sun, who's a Qigong master in Seattle, has informed me through, through his years of practice that, that women's breasts have a chakra, that is at work during breastfeeding, its purpose is to bring spiritual light through the breast into the breast milk to spiritually nourish the child. So there's this very unique way that women's bodies unite spiritual energy with the basic nature of life, which, is mater- which includes the material world, the physical body as well. And we also see this in how we give birth. We bring a soul into physical form through the functioning of our bodies, and birth that human soul out into the world as a unique human being. That is a very basic function in the physical realm that we understand. Women are the birthers, but we have yet to really fully appreciate the spiritual function of what is happening in that moment, in that whole process of giving birth. And that, again, is a uniting of light and matter, which, as I say, in a bigger context, context is what we're doing as a collective we are coming to understand and experience the sacredness of life here on earth you know part of this is really talking about what you say right in the beginning of the book uh, and that is women's spiritual power is the missing piece in the world out of balance and I want yes. to talk with you for a minute about that for, for a couple reasons one that the word power, so often women shy away from that word power. I don't know about you, but if you've ever walked into a room, uh, either doing a workshop or doing a talk, and you ask the women in the room, you know, are you ready to stand in your power? The word power seems to be a detractor. 
And I wanted to talk about that because it, it is such an amazing word, and mm-hmm. yet it's scary for people. It's scary for women, let's say, uh, sometimes. Yes. Well, I think there are a, a number of reasons that it's scary for women. One, historically, as women have lived their power, they have been oppressed, persecuted, violated, hung, burned at the stake, you know, and otherwise dominated by a patriarchal culture. So we carry a history of that domination, and and that is very painful. So that's one very powerful reason women are afraid of living their power. Now, another is because we don't tend to identify – and this is really an issue of awareness, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we don't tend to identify our deepest, most personally revered functions in life as powers. We think of, um, we think of ourselves not really as powerful beings. We don't really value as powers what we do on a day-to-day basis. And some of that is just because we don't uh, see and value, and we're not conscious of how how we actually are contributing and creating change, transformative change. So we culturally we tend to think of power in a very patriarchal way: power over something, power to achieve something in the outer world, um, power to move forward in a linear way. All these sort of are patriarchal understandings of how power work also using physical force as a, as a tool to get what you want. But women's power is really about transformation and how we create and sustain life, life force, and not just physical life but spiritual life, how we use love in a day-to-day way to transform and touch and create around us. You know, Mother Teresa St. Teresa, no, I'm sorry, Mother Teresa was so um, so attuned to this when she said, do small things with big love. Now, mm-hmm. she, big, big love is power. Love is the greatest power in the universe. Women know how to use love. We always have known how to use love to transform, to touch, to create. And, you know, we don't live in a world that values those functions. And so, you know, Body of Wisdom, my book is really all about reclaiming even the understanding of power so that women can feel more comfortable even using that word and thus more comfortable stepping into their power. Well, I think this is, uh, wow, this is, a for those of you out there listening to the Dr. Pacho, this is uh, an amazing conversation. The book, Body of Wisdom, is awesome. Uh, joining me here today in the show, as I said earlier, uh, it is someone that knows a lot about what it means to step forward in an empowered, loving way, and that's my guest, Hillary Hart. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what some of these powers include. What does longing mean? How does it show up in the bigger picture of life and energy? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. something groovy yeah just what's that dr pat has been on the radio for 10 years 10 years are you kidding me that's awesome i'll tell you what's awesome she's bringing back the pay it forward campaign and holistic makeover to celebrate 
you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. Insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. We will be paying forward so many ideas, so many tools, so many gifts to all of you because you have inspired us to be better and better and better each year. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn and live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now, our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Joining me here today, Hillary Hart. We're talking about uh, her latest creation, uh, Body of Wisdom. And for those of you out there, we're going to let you know how you can find out more about Hillary. Uh, Body of Wisdom, Women's Spiritual Power, and How It Serves. Uh, there's a lot in this book. Hillary, thank you. Before Before we kind of get back into the conversation, would you let folks know the best way to get a copy of the book, find out uh, what the events are that you're having, and where you might be in the near future? Oh, thank you. Yeah, the uh, the book is available through your local bookstore or through Amazon. Um, I'll be – I know it's at East West Books in Seattle on Roosevelt Way, I'll be, and I'll be talking there on Saturday and organizing a ceremonial circle for the earth too. So Saturday at three o'clock. And so I'm sure they'll have extra books there, but in general, um, and my, yeah, in general, uh, just normal bookstore or Amazon. And then my events are, 
you know, to find out where I am, just email me. <laughs> email me at hh at hillaryheart.org, and I'll let you know. Well, thank you, and we'll make sure we keep mentioning that uh, for those folks thank tuning you. in or joining us a little bit later. Um, I wanted to talk about a number of different things, and, and I guess the conversation can go in a lot of different directions. Uh, but one of the things I did want to talk about is, you know, what are some of the challenges and obstacles we face today in bringing this message to the forefront? And what I mean by that is it's kind of a multifaceted question. As women, mm -hmm. what are some of the challenges we, we face to be women in this context? Well, I think yes. some of the greatest challenges are just the fact that who we are as women has been veiled and sort of driven into hiding through through the centuries of patriarchal oppression. And so we don't even really know collectively who we are as women or what role we play spiritually or even um, in general in the world and in creating the communities and the systems that can help govern, you know, uh, govern us collectively. So we, we just, it's veiled. It's been veiled through centuries of oppression. And so, you know, the, and, and on an individual level, then we have to discover who we are for ourselves and trust who we are, trust our power and live our power in a world that has almost no reflection of it. And so this is, again, why I wrote the book. It identifies nine different functions of women's spiritual nature and their roles in the spiritual and physical sustenance of life and how we can use those powers to create the communities that, re that we want to live in and be part of and that actually nourish the world around us. So I think trust you know, is a huge issue. Oh, it, it's, it's a huge issue all around. You know, it's interesting we're talking about trust because one of the things that, you know, I've talked about often has been, you know, this place and this space that we get to live in, which has to do with what we believe in the world. And right mm. now there's a sense that, that promises are being broken. And what I mean by that is I don't think we're naive about the fact that some people believe that promises have been broken all along. But there's, there's a different level of that happening now in the world. And people are really having a hard time holding on, you know, to, mm. to that level of trust, of wanting to trust. What do you think, what do you think it would take for us to make that leap where we not only believe in a benevolent world, but believe in our benevolent selves? Uh, well, I think the biggest step we can take is to look within and to live what is most valuable to us outwardly. And, you know, part of what you mean, I think, by promises being broken uh -huh. have to do with how we have put our faith or our power or our hopes and dreams outward. It's it, how we have projected what we want onto an outer authority or outer systems that cannot hold our deepest dreams. They're just not set up to. And so they, the world is breaking apart. And part of that breaking apart is a call for us to turn within, really feel into what is most valuable and most present, even if it is a sadness or a despair. I mean, longing is one of the powers I talk about in my book, and you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Longing is longing is one of the greatest powers in the universe. It is how we are pulled deeper and deeper into life. How we long and need for need new experiences and how we how we focus on something real despite distractions. So longing is a power in our heart taking us closer and closer to the sacred. Now, we have to value that. It is often very painful. It's like a burning. It's, it's come, often longing emerges when we feel betrayed because it causes us to turn inward and, and really look at and discriminate. Where did I put my hopes? Where did I put my dreams? I've lost those things now. So what is enduring? What can help me move forward? And then you find those things. And in that whole process, you're coming closer and closer to what's really most sacred and most powerful in yourself. And then it takes courage to live what you've discovered outwardly in the world. And that is the process in a very individual level in, in terms of a spiritual, in terms of spiritual growth, but it's also what we're going through collectively. One of the things you talk about in the book, and I can't remember where it is, but you say women give so much, uh, and you say the depletion uh, can be extreme. Mm-hmm. I took that note down. <laughs> i got to tell you, <laughs> yes. I, 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 I know I felt like that. I know I feel like that some days. I just didn't associate it to the fact that I'm a, I'm a woman. Do, do well, you know what you I'm know, trying to say? I do know what you're saying. There's a a woman I interviewed from Whidbey Island, actually, in your neck of the woods, Elizabeth Frediani, who's written a wonderful book called Where Body Meets Soul. Um, Uh And she, in in her interview, she talks quite a bit about women's capacity to give birth and how that is a second chakra function, basically, how the second chakra is active in the birth process. And what happens is all of a woman's energy very easily goes out toward sustaining another being in the womb and then even when that child and that's how that's how it's supposed to be we are we are designed to be relational again this is the spiritual foundation of what we kind of are learning in terms of psychology and even brain science but the spiritual foundation is that we we are designed to be attuned to other beings starting with the children in our from our womb and when the child is born, we're still absolutely interconnected. The auras are one. Our energy systems are very interdependent. And so even though it looks like there's a separate little being out there, for years there is an incredibly deep connection. And a woman's energy is always very naturally attuning to that being so that we can give it what it needs, give that child what he or she needs. Now, that simple function has great ramifications on the rest of our lives for for good and for bad. You know, and my book discusses a lot of the shadow sides of these powers. So the great gift is that we are attuned to life around us and we can respond to what's needed and we can give and we do it so naturally. The shadow side is that it becomes a habitual sort of codependent situation where we do not use a discriminatory power to determine when to stop and when to create boundaries and when to honor 
honor boundaries. And so we can naturally just keep giving and giving and giving. It's very easy energetically because our energy flows outward in that way in response to need. But then it takes time to develop the discriminatory skills and the power and the willingness to, to, to be a separate person and to take care of oneself. And so that, that is, you know, absolutely needed for women so that we don't deplete ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't this also part of the conversation you talk about in the book, and that's about the power of receiving? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, it, it, it kind of it, it <laughs> goes together, right? Um, absolutely. You know, we, we're, yeah, yeah sorry. I, we're, we're receiving all the time because we're built to receive. We're built to give. And so we have to be receiving information from all around us. And again, Dr. Guancheng Sun, who is also from Seattle, has, has described the difference between women and men's energy fields and how men's energy fields tend to be very linear and focused forward and how women's tend to be very um, more like a cloud around or a weather system around the whole body. And so we are picking up information from all around our environment. And part of that is so that we can then nourish and give love and energy where it's needed you know and so we're always in a state of receiving it's like you know in the Tao Te Ching the receptive earth that's the great feminine it takes it takes it it takes it receives and you know and then at the same time nothing is left undone in that process there's a way that naturally transformation occurs but yes it's the great receiver that's always been the feminine and that is also embodied in women particularly well, you know, part of this, for those of you out there just tuning in, Hillary Hart's joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, body of wisdom. We're going to talk about what it means to have the power to create. Create not simply from a point of view of how it means to do things in the world, but what is the power of creation? How does creativity affect the planet? What is it that we could call upon that, in, that innate sense? of knowing of what will work and what won't. Why do women have this? Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. A lot of things we're going to talk about. We'll be right back with the show. Hey, Moon, do you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. Ten years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome! I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. Insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. 
But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. We will be paying forward so many ideas, so many tools, so many gifts to all of you because you have inspired us to be better and better and better each year. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn and live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now, our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts span from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast. With a world full of loyal fans, what's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears. We've been helping people do this for many years. Want to make a difference? We can help you out. Just give us at Transformation Talk Radio a shout. It's easy to get started with an email so small to host at TransformationTalkRadio.com, and then we'll give you a call. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. It is so great to have you join us here today. And also, uh, it is so awesome to have Hillary Hart joining us today. And for many of you, we'll make sure that you understand and you know how to get a hold of her her latest book and what she's up to. Hillary, let, let's make sure we just take a moment, if we could, and uh, let folks know your website, uh, best way to find out about your upcoming events before we dig into this next conversation. Sure, yes, thank you. Um, the website is hillaryhart.org, and it's just one L and then H-A-R-T, so hillaryhart.org. And um, I will be in Seattle, actually, at East West Books on Saturday at 3 o'clock. We'll be doing, I'll be giving a little talk about women's power, and then we'll have a ceremony uh, in, in honor of the earth. So thank you. Uh, okay. So I was talking about one of the, the, the powers that uh, you reference in the book, and power, empowerment, opportunities to grow and change. But, but one of the things you talk about uh, has to do with the power to create. And, you know, we touched a little bit about the fact that, you know, women do have the power to create, you know, create uh, yes. uh, our young, 
But there's also another level of creativity, and, and I'd love for you to talk to that for a minute because imagination, number one, is something that we hear over and over and over again. Imagination, Einstein. It's You know, when people look at who the authors are right out in the world right now that are really attracting the attention of the youth, you 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 point to to women, J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. Mm. You know, you point mm-hmm. to Stephanie Meyer and the Twilight series. Now you're going to point. Now you point to the author of The Hunger Games, and mm-hmm. these things are translating for some people. Uh, but I, it's not a mistake that these folk are women, is it? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and I think all those um, authors that you're talking about are. are bringing down certain understanding and hopes and realities through their writing and then uh, further through their films. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, uh, my book is, is primarily about guiding women as in the, in the challenge of creating a new world, basically. Yeah. We're all honestly tired of, of the world that we see reflected around us. It's violent. It does not honor life. The earth is suffering. We are caught in so many collective patterns of abuse and greed and consumption. And I think we're really growing tired of it as a collective. And women's task is to really lead the recreation of the world, the, the, the regeneration and the spiritual regeneration of community. And that community, of course, includes the earth and all everything on this planet. So, yes, that is a woman's um, task. Women, I think, need to step up to that. And what that includes is a tremendous trust in our powers to create, a willingness to do what's needed, not in the not in a big sense, as much as in a daily moment-to-moment sense. And by that I mean really changing how you live, how you spend your time, where you funnel your resources, how you, how you coordinate and align your inner values with your outer activities. And I think once women learn how to bring the inner and the outer into alignment. The the whole outer world will shift. And one of the key interviewees in my book is an elder from the Aleutian Islands, and his name is Ilarion or Larry Merkuliev. And he talks a great deal about women's spiritual creative power. So the capacity to give birth is how we see this power at work. But again, as with women's power in general, there's a very important and hidden inner dimension. And, you know, and what he talks about, and he, he's agreed with by Llewellyn Von Lee, who is a Sufi teacher on this exact same topic. But what Larry articulates is that the power within a woman's womb, actually within our energy system in located in the womb area has the capacity to bring light and love and energies from far away in the inner planes all the way into, into the earth, into the outer world. And I'd like to read a quote that Larry uh, said just about, about this process. And he says, There's a sacred vibrational field inside of women that is the place of all things born. What women have done before time began is to take that sacred vibrational field 
and move it outside into ceremonial space to create the womb on the outside so something new can be birthed into this world. If women don't do this, human beings as a species are done for. So he is talking about what I also think the Dalai Lama is talking about, which is that women have a very key role in creating a new way of living. And part of this has to do with actually using our creative power in ceremony to birth something new into the world, and then we can live in a different way. I wanted to to talk about that and really kind of follow that up. Um, you know, with this idea uh, also that uh, we do live in in community and building community. And what I'm really struck by for a moment is I've had I've done a lot of reflecting, especially as I start to you know craft the book that I'm writing. I've done a lot of reflecting, and I was reflecting on growing up as a kid in the Bronx and immediately be thrown into a sense of community. Now, maybe growing up in the projects doesn't seem like community for the people listening to this show, but I'll tell you, there was a sense of community. There was a sense of community in the neighborhood. There was a sense of looking out. There was a sense of continuity. And, uh, and, and I don't know what happened or when it happened, but that sense of community changed over my lifetime. And I wanted to ask you about the community of women and if we are in that place where we have crafted that community in a way that women understand they're part of it. Oh, gosh. You know, I think you're, you're pointing to something so important, and community is another power. Built The capacity to build and sustain community is another power that I discuss in the book. But, you know, so much has taken place in the last 50 years, 100 years, that has destroyed so much of what we really truly value. And community is, is one of them. Our, our, our culture is so self-obsessed and focused oh. on individual, individualism and, and, uh, and self-empowerment and self-achievement and, you know, this phrase, the self-made man it's it's like a patriarchal value system that has just gone way too far. On the other hand, we have the need and the understanding and the sacredness of community that has been just forgotten. And and we all at this point are working from an incredible deficit in terms of community because generally we are separated from each other. Our houses are separated from each other. The way we spend our time is separated and separate, especially now that we can work at home so much. And so there has to be extra attention to building community. When I lived in, um, on Whidbey Island, we had, a, we had a neighborhood group called Women Within Walking Distance. And once a month, we walked to each other's houses with food. And in that sense, we created, and these were people, you know, who were, they happened to be my neighbors. We were neighbors with each other without intention. It wasn't an intentional community. But what we were doing was creating a network of care and familiarity so that we could then start sharing resources in a way that would help us all and, and strengthen the sense of community. 
Now, women have usually been the ones who do this. You know, we are the ones who send the Christmas cards. We're the ones who keep the family connected, doing social events with other people or inviting people over for holiday parties. You know, women are the ones who welcome the new person into the community. And we can't forget that, that we have to keep doing this and that now especially there is a need to, to reinforce the practice of building community intentionally. And, you know, otherwise we, we are all just spinning off into our own isolation. And it's very dangerous for the web of life, the web of human consciousness and how it interacts with, with, with the planet. Well, you know, I brought this up because I, I so I'm, I'm very grateful. I live in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, and I was very, very struck when I moved out here by the sense of community here. Uh, now, for those of you that don't know what what it's like to live in the Pacific Northwest, then you just go and look at the weather right now, and you'll get a sense of it. Uh, and maybe it is the weather that brings us all together to connect. But it is it is something that I've come to know and appreciate and, and yet have a very difficult time explaining this to folks. Um, I want to take a short break, and when we come back, I want to talk about spirituality. And, and the reason I'm also bringing that up is because in a recent study that was done, um, fascinating, that the place that I live, while some people see, you know, say it has an enormous strength of community, it's also considered to be one of the least religious uh, cities, Seattle, uh, in the country. It's mm. if not way down at the bottom of the scale, but the most spiritual. And when I say that to folks and my friends, they're like, what did you just say? How is that possible? So I'd love to have a conversation with you about spirituality, what it is mm. and what it isn't. And the invitation for everyone to recognize the spiritual beings that we are in the earth skin that we carry. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with my very special guest right here on the Dr. Pat Show, Hillary Hart. We'll be right back. Hey, Moon, do you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. 10 years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome! I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. 
We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. We will be paying forward so many ideas, so many tools, so many gifts to all of you because you have inspired us to be better and better and better each year. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn and live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now. Our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, there are many programs in the world that really point to what it means to step forth in a level of spirituality. You know, what does it mean to, you know, believe in a higher power, a higher purpose, a higher entity, something that also resides within? Uh, There are many programs that have been created across the country which really the essence of those programs have to do with our belief in a power greater than ourselves, but that also lives and resides within us, a power that we could call upon, uh, we can pray upon, we can invite in. And, you know, without saying much more than that, uh, uh, I want to have that conversation with my guest today, Hillary Hart, about spirituality. Hillary, thank you for joining me. I, I mentioned, um, you know, a, a study uh, that had to do with, um, you know, looking at different cities across the country and pointing to those cities that were highly, highly religious and those cities that were not. And I mentioned Seattle didn't score so well in the religion religious category, but scored extremely high in the spirituality category. And I wanted to chat with you about spirituality, what it is and what it isn't. <laughs> Oh, that, that's a big question, isn't it? Um, but I do think, you know, the the decay to some degree, or the dis, the, the disassembly of our religion, religious traditions, and how they've been manifesting in our world, this sort of disintegration of those, I think is part of the betrayal that you were talking about earlier. We're come and that we were both talking about. It. We are coming to understand that many of our religious traditions that we were accepting and putting our faith in ha- have fundamental core issues that have um, contributed to their inability to truly guide us towards God or love or truth. 
and you know that not in every case, but I think across the country and the world, we're seeing a certain disintegration of formal religion. And the and the secondary part of that is that we are turning, we're reevaluating what's where where to put our spiritual longing, and we're turning inward to some degree, which is really the 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 deep mystical traditions and the 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 capacity for for inward spiritual experience instead of a more outward religious uh you know even trading of commodity which is what mm-hmm. many of us have been doing for centuries um so this renewal of real spiritual inquiry i think is a wonderful and important transition for all of us it's a turning inward to what is truly real and it includes a deep taking of responsibility for how we live what we love how we honor what we love how we search for what we love and how we serve what we love and and it's a it's a real reconfiguring of our of our spiritual traditions really and we're at that time in history when it's when it's happening on a widespread scale and uh what's so fascinating about it is how the conversations about spirituality happen and without saying the word spirituality or do, do you know what i'm trying to say yes i do and this, yeah yeah no go ahead well there's a showing up in the world that seems to be happening now um, and if you point to it, you'd say, oh, I'm having a spiritual moment. I'm having a spiritual experience. <laughs> I'm having a spiritual awakening. And I can't tell you how many times I thought about that, uh, whether it's a part of our bodies that we're healing miraculously. So I wanted to talk about uh, and, and really ask you, what is it that we can know and do to live uh, a more spiritual sense of ourselves, you know, as while we're here on earth? Well, I think the I you know, gosh, what can we do? <laughs> well, I think divest I think divesting our resources from an outer authority is the first step. Whether yeah. it's an outer uh, uh, collective religious authority or even a political authority, it's really to it's really a time right now of grounding one's life in what one loves. You know, to align, I mean, again, and I said this before, but I think the the great task of the moment is to truly align our outer actions with what we truly love and value. And if we did that, everything would change. And women have a particular role in that because what we love and value has been absent from the outer world, partly because we have been too timid about demanding and moving forward and moving outward and asking for change, asking for things to reflect who we are and what we value, demanding that really. I mean, we've hesitated to do that. And like we've said, we've, it's because we've been afraid or we don't even know what we value. We, we've been so cut off from what's true within because we live in a patriarchal world that does, has no place for what most of women really do value. You know, for that reason, we've cut ourselves off from it. But it's time now for women to really be uncompromising, absolutely uncompromising in terms of how we outwardly live what we inwardly love. 
you know, part of this is also, and I mentioned, this is our 10th year doing the Dr. Pat show. And 10 years ago, there were a handful of us uh, that were out Mm. in the world and buying airtime, which people thought, what are you doing? That's ridiculous. Why are you doing that? (laughs) Um, and, and lo and behold, we live in a world now where that is really what's happened. There's been an explosion uh, of sorts of, of talk radio that is of this nature. Uh, networks mm. that have shown up, people that have shown up. And I have to say, women that have shown up hosting mm-hmm. their own shows, taking out powerful messages. Um, how would you describe the essence of that? where women are now, as you would say in this book, are really standing in that creative energy and, and, and standing with a very, very loud voice in some places. Well, I think a few women are really doing this, and I think it's just a, a, a response to a, to a call. It's a, it's where women are stepping up and out and, and responding to life around us. I mean, it's so clear that we're needed, that way, the way we nourish is needed in the world, the way we create and honor community is needed, the way we serve life is needed. And there are women who are stepping up to that. And I think one of the things we haven't really talked about but I think is so important is that women naturally connect, even consciously often, to this wholeness of life. We, we, are, we so easily step aside from our individual needs. And we have a whole training of this when we, when we have children and we raise children. But we are able to attune to what's needed beyond our own egos or greed. And, and again, this is something, if we look around in the world, that, that, that we need to honor. For some reason, men have a harder time putting their needs aside and serving the whole of life. I don't know why, but they have a harder time. And women are trained in this process of saying, ah, I'm listening to something beyond myself. I hear a need, a cry. I'm going to respond because, it's the, because I need to do that myself. It's the, it's, the, it's the important thing to do. It's what's needed. That's who I am, that response. Women have the capacity to have that whole conversation with life and that's, you know, that's absolutely direly needed right now. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you for all that you do in the world. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Trust yourself. Women, trust yourself and meet with other women who you trust and be together. And, you know, that's, that's it. Find women that you trust and who will value you and, that, and trust yourself, and that, is, that will create sort of a, a vortex of change that will have rever- reverberations beyond just your own experience. Wow. Thank you so much, Hillary. Again, let folks know how, what your website is and how they can find out more about you. Oh, uh, thank you, Pat. Really, this has been a great conversation. Um, I am at www.hillaryheart.com. Org. You can get my book, Body of Wisdom, Women's Spiritual Power, and How It Serves pretty much anywhere. And I would love to see Seattle people at East West Books on Saturday at 3 o'clock for a ceremony and a discussion. All right. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. Please make sure that you check us out if you want to find out more about the Dr. Pat Show. 
go to the drpatshow.com or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. We'll see you next time on the show.